Northwest Prime, bringing Seattle to the world and the world to Seattle. I'm your host, Lori Ness, a soldier on the front line of the mainstream. You can listen to this and other shows at northwestprime.com and be sure to stay with Seattle Wave Radio 24-7-365 for more great music and interviews. We're starting a movement of kindness and we want you to join us. Let's get this show started. Well, the world comes to Seattle today. My guest, Nina Baker, is a singer-songwriter from London, England. And Nina was handpicked by the BBC Introducing to attend their 2013 Masterclass and came runner-up in MTV's brand new for 2013 unsigned competition, beating out over 500 acts and reaching the finals and impressing MTV select panel. In less than three years, Nina has grown her fan base and profile across the UK and Europe. And for the past 18 months, she has been writing and recording her debut album. We're going to listen to a little bit of that today and what an album it is. You, you will be very impressed, as was I. Um, there's a, her first single, single bed is coming out on November 18th, and there will be a video that accompanies that, and we're going to talk to Nina about that. And then there will be more singles that are released in the first half of 2014, and then she'll be accompanying that with a tour in the U.K. and across Europe. We're going to talk about all that today. So we have a lot to cover, and Nina, thanks for coming on. Hi, lovely to talk to you. Well, it is just a thrill to have you on. I, I want to tell people right off the bat that they can go to ninabakermusic.co.uk to find out all the information that we're going to be talking about, and we have that posted on our website as well. But this is absolutely, you know, it's probably the best debut album I have ever come across. This is quality start to finish for a debut album. Absolutely very impressive. Oh, wow. Thank you very much. <laughs> I mean, for, for for a debut album, I mean, you have strings, you have horns, you have piano, you have um, We've got uh, other people in there. We've got playing with pretty much choir, every um, real instrument going in there. And it, when when we were creating the album, I was just really passionate to have real instruments throughout and to make it as organic as possible. So, um, so yes, we've got uh, full string sections. We had um, Andy Bell and Sam Sweeney, Sam Sweeney from Bella Heads, who um, who performed on the album, and we've got some fantastic um, brass parts on there as well, and um, and obviously my band as well. So yes, it's um, it's been a massive journey, but um, but it's been amazing, and I'm really pleased with the outcome. Well, you must be really attached. You probably have your heart and soul in this, and so now you're getting ready to share it with the world. What does that feel like? Um, it's exciting. Um, you know, after two years of, of writing and, and recording and working on the album, I'm just excited for people to be able to hear what I've spent so much of my life working on. Um, and, you know, the album is sort of really sentimental to me as well there's, there's quite a, an emotional backstory behind the album um, and it's actually dedicated to my grandfather Frank Baker who unfortunately passed away um, when we were actually at Rockfield Studios recording the album so I dedicated it to him and you know that that's kind of got another side to it really you know it's, it's very very emotional um, so it does mean an awful lot to me but I'm just pleased that people will soon be able to hear it um, in, it, in its full entirety. 
Mm-hmm. And I was gonna, I was gonna bring that because the name of the uh, album is Quite Frankly. So when you say, when we're saying Quite Frankly, it really did have a personal meaning to you. Yeah, it certainly did. It's, um, and and you know, in some ways, listening back to some of the songs because I know of how raw the content is. You know, sometimes it is difficult to listen back to it without me getting a little bit emotional about it, but. You know, I think as a songwriter, that's that's part of it. You know, you you do have to open up and let people um, really into your world, and you know, hopefully people will listen to it and be moved by the lyrics, and um, and I'll be able to connect with them how I've how I've intended to. Well, you wrote every single song on this album. There's uh, 13 songs, and you wrote all of them. Yes, that's right. Yeah, it's, um, it, it, it took a, lot a bit of time and also to make sure that what I really wanted to achieve with this album is to have a real journey. Um, so I wanted to make sure that there were songs that were very diverse, not only in that, the style and, and, and genre, but um, in the sort of lyrical content as well. So we've got really sort of upbeat songs um, and we've got very sort of slow, very emotional songs. Um so yes, for me it was it was important to to have a journey for the listener as 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 well as um, to sort of tell my own story as well. Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk a little bit about your journey. When did you start singing, and when did you start then wanting to pursue music as a profession? Um, well, I've I started to learn piano when I was fourteen. Um, and I've been singing from a very early age. I did an awful lot of musical theatre when I was younger. So I think um, performing and, and music has always been sort of in me, and I've grown up with it, listening to classical music, performing classically, um, and also singing in choirs and, and as I said, in musical theatre productions. Um, but it's only since 2010 that I started to actually write my own material so it's only really the past three years that I've been um, writing my own songs so it's it's I guess it's a fairly recent um, uh, thing that I've I've sort of been involved with but, but music has always been in my blood and you know as I said classically uh, as I was classically trained that's that's definitely the foundations of all of my work well, how did it happen that the BBC found you and then introduced you to the whole MTV competition? Um, well, I submitted um, some of my material to BBC introducing um, my local station here, and um, they played some of my tracks over the over the months. And then I got a lovely email from from them inviting me to Cardiff to. Um, go and attend the masterclass, which was just fantastic. There were there were um, people from the industry there. There were there were presenters from like Joe Wiley, um, and Bob Harris, and uh, we had some just amazing performers there. So it was it was really insightful to listen to their advice and um, and to meet them in person as well. Mm-hmm. And. It, it just seems like that even though you didn't win, you, you came in second on that. So many people got behind you and believed in you. But it was just goes to show people you don't always have to win. In fact, there's been so many people who haven't won competitions that go um, 
uh, Destiny's Child is is one, for example, um, that didn't win and went on, you know, to have tremendous success. So everybody knows Beyonce, and uh, so, but <laughs> but it showed you was able to show your your talent, and a lot of people wanted to get behind you and and get behind this project of yours. Oh yeah, it was the MTV brand new Unsigned Award was just phenomenal, and and with that, I um. It was, it was a competition that, that artists could enter for, and I actually didn't enter until the sort of final five minutes of the submissions being open um, and didn't really expect to, to get very far with it. I just submitted some material, and, um, and then I found out that I was in the top 200, um, and then it sort of the next process was um, sort of voting and and then the sort of judges sort of overviewed all of the artists. And then I found out that I, I got into the top 20 and into the final and um, and I came sort of runner-up to the eventual winner, Ebony Day, which was just fantastic. So it was, and this was at the end of, the very end of last year coming into 2013, so it was a very busy time Um but it was just fantastic, you know, sort of starting 2013 was a real bang for me. Mm-hmm, definitely. Yeah, and I think 2014 is you're going to be very, very busy. We're going to go ahead and play Single Bed. Do you want to set this up for us? And I'm going to give everybody a, a taste of your music so that they can, when we come back and start talking about things, they'll, they'll have a, a compass to go for of, of what you sound like. So you want to go ahead and set up Single Bed for us? Definitely. Hi, my name's Nina Baker, and this is my debut single, Single Bed. All right, we'll be right back. I can be a little bit demanding, never easy, I know. I guess it shows, and I can be intense. I don't always make much sense, don't know what to say or how to behave. And I can pretend that I'm used to this, lost of it while I Never understood, guess I know I thought I would Sorry I'm not easy for you
was the multi-talented Nina Baker and her first single from her debut album that's coming out quite frankly that was single bed this will be released on november 18th nina how can people get that on november 18th and they'll be able to find it on all digital outlets so it'll be on itunes and amazon if you just google it you will be able to find you'll be able to find all the information for single bed there or you can go onto my website or facebook page which is nina baker music and you'll find all the details there Great, great. And then in January, when more uh, songs are released, it'll be the same through iTunes and other digital media? Yeah, definitely. So all digital outlets, you'll be able to find um, the album um, and the single details as well. Okay. Now, now the album, in, um, it's going to be digitally released. Will, will there be hard copies that people can buy, or is it all, will it all be digital? Um, well, to, to begin with, we will just be releasing the album digitally, and then we possibly will be releasing um, a hard copy later on in the year. But we just need to review that situation first and foremost. Um, so, yes, the album will be released on the 6th of January next year. Okay. All right, great. And so they can download that, which is what most yeah. most people do. And I encourage people to, to download the entire album. And I'm going to get on my soapbox a little bit here, but when you don't download the entire album, you're really, really missing out on the journey like Nina was talking about throughout the album. And I'm, I'm afraid that people are getting away from that album experience that we used to have when I was growing up. Um, you might buy the album for one song, and then later on down the line, another song became your favorite, and something else meant something to you, and you found this ex album experience, and your, your playlist had some depth to it, and so I, I really want to encourage people instead of just buying a song here or buy a song there, um, to, to always try to get the whole album and have that whole entire experience uh, of, of loving all of these songs one by one in, in their moment because it, it really is a wonderful journey for, for the music lover. So that's my soapbox that I have to <laughs> jump on every now and then. <laughs> but you had, I, 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 we talked about this a little off here, but um, one of my favorites, Frank Turner, was involved in this project. And Frank is just a tremendous talent himself. And he was also involved. You had so many people that were just very talented sign on to do this album, Frank being one of them. Well, we had, I mean, we had some great um, people that I was working with. And, you know, one, one of the most amazing people that was involved with the album was, um, a, a guy called Tristan Ivamy who mixed all of the album and and did an awful lot more than just the mixing and he really did add an extra flair to the album and really understood what I wanted from it. Um, we also worked with um, John Seamus who's a producer for um, Boy George and he's also worked with Madonna um, and Elton John. So we've had some fantastic influences throughout um, and also, you know, just, just the people involved. We had some um, cameo appearances, like I was saying, from Andy Bell and Sam Sweeney, who, who did all of the string parts. Um, and the King's Gospel Choir are in the album, and it was just phenomenal to work with these ladies. The, the voices are just absolutely outstanding. So I think all of these elements definitely made the album what it is, and, you know, it's, it's, um, it's something that I'm extremely proud of. 
Mm-hmm. And you also recorded at several very well-known recording studios. So I want to ask you first and foremost about Abbey Road because you were in there recording some music. What's it like to record there? Um, well, we actually finalized the album there, but um, just being in Abbey Road was obviously fantastic. The history there, you know, knowing that the Beatles did a lot of the work there. Um, it was just, uh, you know, it was it was a great experience. But for me, the most um, important part of the journey was working at Rockfield Studios, um, which is where we started um, recording the album, and all of the backbone of the album was there. Um and you know, when I was there, we, I, I, there, there, there's pictures of me on my Facebook page of sort of behind the scenes working at Rockfield Studios, um, which is where Queen did an awful lot of recording. Um, uh, and uh, you know, just just the history there was was phenomenal. And the, the the second part of the album was working at the Church Studios, which is um, actually owned by David Gray. Um, and while I was actually doing a lot of the mixing there, he was actually upstairs in the main studio doing some recording on his new album. So it was, um, I got a bit of an insight into to what he will be doing, which was fantastic as well. Oh, definitely, definitely. It really becomes a small world when you're in the music community, especially when you're in um, the recording studio. That you know, there's people coming and going all the time. That should be a reality show, being in recording studios, because that's really a, a phenomenal place to be. But it, it really yeah. becomes a small world, don't don't you think, with music? Definitely, and um, and I think also, you know, when when you're actually in that sort of recording. Um, the mode it's it's interesting how um how the time just goes by you know when when you're in a studio the day just i don't know what happens to the day you know you can be in there for hours on end and not even realize that 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 time has passed by um but it's certainly it's certainly been um a time in my life that, that that holds an awful lot of memories Mm-hmm. And then there's a video coming out as well, and you worked with Steve Jones on that. And when That's is the video going to be released, and how can people see that? Uh, well, the actual video should be with us this week. So keep posted on my Facebook page, and I will keep you updated. So you'll be able to see the video very, very soon. Well, Steve Jones is extremely talented in um, digital animation. And so he, he was the yeah. one who worked on this video. So I'm really looking forward to seeing it. Yeah, it's um, it's a very, very funny video. And I think, as, as you can kind of hear with Single Bed, it's a very sort of quirky, upbeat number. Um, and for me, the only way the only way to really have a music video for this particular single was to go down the animation route. Um, because anything else I just don't think would have worked. And obviously with animation, um, you can go down so many different routes and, and have the most surreal um, scenes. And it, you know, anything goes really with animation, which was something I was really excited about. Um, and I think you'll probably see as well from, from the, the cover um, of mm-hmm. the artwork that you have there. Um, animation is something that I'm really passionate about and, and art is something I'm really passionate about too. So it's great that I can involve that, particularly in the first single as well. Absolutely. I wanted to ask you about that because there is so much animation. It, the artwork 
to the CD. That's why I was asking about if people could get a copy of the hard copy of the CD because the animation and the cover art really is art. And it, it goes back, harkens back to the days of old. When it, we're talking about the Beatles, when when they had some amazing art on their um, album covers, yeah. and, and 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 this is a great. If it was an album, it'd be a great album cover, but the CD cover. And I wanted to know about your input into into that artwork on the CD. Yeah, well, um, the 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 artwork is uh, is definitely personal as well. Um, for, for anyone that, that that can't see it at the moment, there's um, there's sort of there's a background scene um, where there's sort of gingerbread men and there's cupcakes and there's chocolate fountains um, and I'm actually sitting on a, a park bench. Um, but on the actual bench, there's if you look closely, there's a photo of my grandfather tucked away in the corner there and there's um a pot of tea next to me which is something um I'm very <laughs> I do love my cup of tea and cake that's definitely very me so um so the the album artwork was very personal there's also right in the background there you'll see a a, a bunny rabbit and that's actually my house rabbit called Boris the bunny so I had to have him involved in the artwork somewhere <laughs> I see him. I see him. I'm really happy you pointed out these things because I've looked at this album cover many, many times. I missed seeing your grandfather's photo, um, so I'm, now that really stands out to me. I, I knew the association with the the title, quite frankly. I, I knew that was for him, Frank Baker, but I missed yeah. it for whatever reason. And now it's like sticks out like a sore thumb. Um, <laughs> I, can, I can see his photo there, and handsome man he is, and then the cake. Um, yeah. I didn't notice it before. It looks like there's a bottle of wine there too, and that, of course, I got right there's, away. There's some um, port in there, which is um, which is something that if I have a bit of a sore throat and I have to perform, I'll also I'll always have a shot of port because that tends to help me. So that's um, I don't know if any other singers use that as a remedy, but that's something that works for me. So again, that was a personal touch. It, it, it sounds good to me. And then I see your little bunny, and and you have a house rabbit, right? Yes, we do. He's um he's actually um sitting on the the sofa next to me now. <laughs> <laughs> well, he is. Yep, he's on the back of the photo, so I see him. And what's his name? He's called Boris. Boris. Okay. Well, I'll I'll know that now by looking at him. Now, there's there's 13 songs. Are are there any in particular that that you want us to know some information about that you want to make sure that we have you know the story on, on some of these songs? Well, with all of the songs, as I said, there there's there's definitely a, a personal background to them. Um, and Single Bed was, it, I sort of wrote that at a time when I when I was enjoying the, the, the joys of being single. So I think that's something that everyone can really relate to. Um, and I think just, just listening to all of the songs, you'll really be able to hear what's sort of going on in my life and the influences and um you know other people's situations that I've observed that's that's kind of what it all comes down to so I guess with all of the songs the main thing is the, the sort of personal touches that they have and and my own personal observations of of scenes I've, I've seen during that time in my life were these songs that you had um been writing even before you started the album um, or did it all kind of evolve in that 18 months? 
Majority of the songs are out within that 18 months. I mean, some of the songs I'd written sort of sections of them, like a verse, um, but but not progressed from that. And, I mean, Single Bed, for example, I'd written the um, verses and the middle eight very, very quickly. It all came together very fast. But the chorus took me months to to get, and I just needed something that was really catchy, and nothing was working. So that song started off fairly, it was probably one of the, the, the earlier songs that I wrote, but it was the final song that I finished, actually, um, just because I couldn't get that chorus as I wanted it. So I think with all of the songs, you know, sometimes they can come very, very quickly, and other times they can take quite a few months to to come together as you want them but majority of the songs were written within that time frame within the two years really do you have a a place where you are more creative than than other places well i always start off writing the tracks uh, on the piano i always start off with music first so i'll sit down for hours just working out chord structures and then usually the lyrics will come to me. So whether that's when I'm sitting at the piano or that could be in the middle of the night when I wake up and I just have to write some lyrics down or it could be anywhere really where inspiration strikes. So I'll always start the songs on the piano, but the lyrics can sort of inspire me at any time really. And um, I'll just always make sure I have a notepad and pen with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, because you don't want to let that moment of genius go by. You know, I, I, I wish there had been times I've written stuff down. You know, you always see people, um, well, not always, but a few times, you know, you'll see people with a notebook, and I'm thinking, I should have a notebook. And, you know, and Oprah does that. She writes, you know, all these things down, and she has lots of journals. And I need to be better about that because it, it is hard to, to, to remember everything. I'm, I'm glad you do that. Yeah, definitely. I think... Um you know, you just never know when inspiration will strike. And I will say my most creative times for the music side of things is definitely the early hours of the morning. For some reason, um, you know, in the middle of the night, that's when I'm best to start writing the music. I can never write music during the day. But lyrics, however, they can come to me at any time. Now you're um, going to be doing a tour in 2014 in in the UK. Do you know at this point where you're going to start and approximately when you're going to start touring? Uh, we'll have more updates on that at the beginning of the year. So at the moment we're just waiting for a few dates to be confirmed before we can reveal mm-hmm. too much. But we'll be traveling all over the UK and um, and also we're looking at. at places in Europe as well so we'll be there'll be lots and lots of updates on my Facebook page so keep posted okay so we definitely want to send people there so you want to go to Nina uh, Nina Baker music on Facebook you can go to Nina Baker all these links of course will be on our website and you can stay up to date with where she's coming hopefully we'll get her over in the United States to tour at some point but we can you know it's a digital world and the world is a lot smaller place thanks to the internet and these digital means and we can all get the uh, the single on the 18th um, single bed and then there'll be more music coming out and I was telling Nina um, 
it's it's a great time for it to come out right after Christmas because everybody will be wanting to use their Christmas um, gift cards and they can download your music. Exactly. That would be perfect. <laughs> All right. We're going to go out with bruising, and I'm going to have Nina set this up. Thank you, Nina, for coming out. It was really a pleasure to talk with you. I love, love, love the music. We're going to add this album to our Christmas show, our Christmas gift show that's going to be the end of the month just to keep it in front of everybody and reminding them, be sure to set your alarm for the 18th and download Single Bed. You'll be able to get it on iTunes. And, of course, stay with Nina Baker on Facebook, and you'll be able to keep up with all of the updates. So thank you, Nina, for coming on. Thank you very much. It's been great talking to you. Uh, it's been great talking to you, too. Okay, go ahead and set up Bruising for me, and uh, and we'll let everybody hear it. The second uh, single on there. I don't know if it's actually going to be a single, but it's the second song on the album. So this is Bruising from my album, Quite Frankly.
that was the amazing Nina Baker. We want to thank Nina again for joining us all the way from London, England today. You know, we just love our UK guests. We have a lot of people who listen in from the UK, and we really appreciate you listening to what's going on over here in the United States. And we like to know what's going on over there as well. And I was talking to Nina off air, and she is planning on adding the States to her tour in 2014, so she will be coming to various places in the United States. And you can follow her on Facebook at Nina Baker Music, and you can stay up on uh, on the latest news on on uh, the album as it's released, as the singles come out and hit radio airwaves. And when you can download the uh, the new single, you can get that on iTunes again on November 18th. But you'll be getting these reminders if you follow her on Facebook. And then, of course, if wherever you're listening, if you're listening in the U.K. or you're listening throughout Europe or even here in the States, um, you can keep up with her tour schedule. So uh, we just wish her the best best of luck. Again, one of the best debut albums I've ever seen, such quality from start to finish. And, and don't sell yourself short on just buying one song. Buy the whole album, and you will have a, a, a wealth of listening enjoyment on, on, on the CD. It's absolutely phenomenal. I'm going to play one more When I'm Not With You by Nina Baker. We're going to release our international audience. Thank you for listening, and we will be back again tomorrow. Something more being with you, but so. Uh...